Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. If you are listening to this in real time, that means today is my birthday. Today is my birthday. Let's freaking go. And if you have been around this community for a while, you know that my absolute favorite thing is this birthday tradition that I'm going to talk about in this episode. If you want, you can go back to last year on September 3rd and listen to last year's episode where I do the same thing but talk about my year previously. Okay. Um, So if you're new, if you are new here, every single year since I was 13 years old, I have made a list. And when I was 13, I made this list and it was 13 things I wanted to do while 13. And then when I was 14, I made a list of 14 things I wanted to do while 14 and so on and so forth. And every single year I make this list. And it's so fun because now I talked about this a lot last year too, but now it's evolved to where I force my friends and family to do this too. And so everybody knows that when we are going out for your birthday dinner at dinner with, you know, whoever's in town or whoever's there, we are going to come up with this list. And it is so fun. Everyone's always like, eh, Chloe. But as we're doing it and after, it's so fun to be able to look at what your big goals are. And it's so cool to hear from your friends what their big goals are too. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I love doing it for myself. I love doing it on my birthday. And I love doing it for my friends, well, making them do it on their birthday too. So I'm going to talk you through what my list was for 24 and um, which things I did, which things I did not do. Spoiler, I did not do a lot of these things. Here's why. Um, A pandemic came and ruined all my plans, basically. Um, And so you will notice that a lot of these things I did not hit. That's okay. That's the whole, whole point of this goal, whole point of doing this, right? And These things, and you'll kind of see this as we go, but if you want to go and do this on your birthday, which I think everyone should, it's like the better, cooler version of New Year's resolutions, kind of. So the whole point of it is being able to think a year ahead and be like, man, if I accomplish all these things, I would be so freaking proud looking back. That's that's the goal. And so you'll notice that some of these things are, um, you know, maybe like, you know, a year ago it was going to 
my sister's wedding and my best friend's wedding. Like they both got married in the same year and things like that where that's not necessarily a, a goal that I'm, you know, trying to accomplish or achieve, but it was a huge just the most special moments ever. And so there's some things that are, you know, just really special moments that I'm so excited for that are going to be highlights of my year. There are really big freaking goals. There are smaller kind of daily habit things. And that's the whole point is you get to make it what you want your year to look like. But the, the main thing is that it is supposed to seem freaking nutso when you write it. For example, I sat down this week and wrote my list. I'm turning 25. So I sat down and wrote my list of things for 25 things I want to do while 25. And I wrote them down and I'm like, who do I think I am? Who do I think I am? This is, this is wild, right? The things I'm writing, the goals I'm setting, the things that I'm saying I'm going to accomplish are freaking wild. But also for a lot of the goals that I, that you're going to hear me talk about and that I ended up accomplishing, those seemed wild to me too a year ago. Okay. So we want to be writing things that are huge, crazy goals so we can spend our year going after them. Because if we go after small goals and we play small and we're in the same place a year from now, right? That's not as fun. The worst feeling would be to, at the end of the year, look back and be like, wow, you know, am I proud of this last year? Am I proud of the way I showed up? Am I proud of the life that I've been working towards building for myself? Am I proud of the risks that I took? Am I proud of like all that stuff? And saying no, right? Like that is worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is not not hitting your goals. I'm okay with that. I would rather set crazy big goals that I don't hit rather than play really small and at the end of it be like, wow, I can't believe a whole year went by and I still haven't done that stuff or, you know, my life is the same or whatever, whatever. Okay. So let's dive on in. Let's dive on in. And I think there's only one, there might be two that I can't say because there's, there's stuff in the works on it and it, it it impacts more than just me. If I, I can't, we'll, you'll, we'll get into it. Okay. Number one, on my list of 24 things I wanted to do while I was 24, number one was grow DTM, grow deeper than money to a half a million dollar business, which we did. I wish I had like um, music in the background that was like, hooray, or like eh, at the end of when I said the goal. I'm like, like, yeah, where's my hype button? Where's my hype button? It's not hanging up. Oh, it's over here. Um, I need my hype button to hit for when I hit my goals. Okay. So grow DTM to a half million dollar business. That was done. I did that. Okay. Number two, hire my mom full time for DTM. Another hype button because that is something that I did. And also fun fact, but if you go back and to my thing, to my list last year, I put that, there was one where I'm like, I can't say this because it didn't happen this year, but I'm so close to this goal, but I can't say it because it impacts somebody else. It was because, you know, my mom was at a full-time job and didn't want that to be, you know, me sprawling out that information to a bunch of people before it was public knowledge. So that was the thing last year. If you watch, if you listen to last year's episode that I couldn't say. Okay. Number three, 
become a wife and throw an epic party. Wah, wah, wah. Pandemic came. We had to move our wedding. And the sad part is I can't even put that on my list of 25 things I want to do all 25 because we're not getting married when I'm 25 because our original wedding was in August, meaning I was going to be 24. Our next wedding is going to be next year, but it's going to be in October after my birthday. So I'll be 26. So now I don't even get to put that on my list for 25. It has to wait and go on list 26. So it's okay. It's whatever. Okay. So did not do number three. Number four is a three week bougie honeymoon. Went, 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 didn't go world shut down, cancer our wedding. Couldn't go on a honeymoon. Okay. Um, number five, speak at an in-person conference. Went, went, went. This was, I had multiple things, multiple, um, speaking, speaking engagements. Is that what the official word is? Multiple speaking engagements booked all got canceled because of the pandemic. So that was a went, went, wow. Okay. Number six, hit three dream 100 podcasts or speaking events. That is a check. Where's my hype button? That is a check. And if you don't know what the dream 100 is, I am doing an upcoming podcast about this that you can check out, but it's basically a list of podcasts that I wanted to be on or events that I wanted to speak at or things like that. And so my goal was to um, be able to do three of those. So I was able to do that. Okay. Next one, create a scholarship for the high school that I went to for women who are going into entrepreneurship. Wait, wait, wait. And this one is really on me. Um, I, I, I will say I tempted to, but there was just so many logistics that kept falling through and kept falling through and it just, and then, you know, with COVID in the spring, like it was just, it, it fell apart. Okay. It fell apart. So, um, again, that's definitely something that will be on going forward to next year and something that will absolutely be in the work soon, but it did not happen this year. And I'm going to own that. Okay. Next one. Number, where are we at? Number eight, consistent three to five times a week at Orange Theory. Now, I'm going to give this a little caveat. I'm still going to give myself this. I'm going to count this as a win. However, I used to go to Orange Theory and from September until March, I went three to five times a week. Um, Then in March, couldn't go, obviously. So I was working out at home, hated working out at home, not a fan of it. And then afterwards, I started going to um, F45 instead of Orange Theory. I just tried it, tried it out because they have smaller classes. And so it felt like being able to ease into it a little bit more with and and still being like social distance. Whereas Orange Theory, it was just very like I felt like a sardine, you know. So I was I was nervous to go back. So tried out F45, um, liked it even more. Now go to F45. I've I don't know if that's going over the dark side or going back to, I don't know, but I now still go to F45 like five times a week. So I'm still going to count that as a yes, because the intent wasn't necessarily orange theory. The intent was just being consistent about working out because I feel great when I do it. So I'm going to give myself a check for that one. Okay. Number nine, create a scholarship for women in entrepreneurship, college age. And that is a 
a win, a win. I'm so excited. It was amazing being able to do that. We were actually able to give three scholarships to um, women who are in college, but really struggling financially. And so that was amazing. It was so rewarding. I'm so excited we were able to do that. That was not at the, the my goal was, however, at the college that I went to, co-college, shout out, um, that it was at a different college. And so my goal is long-term to also do it at my college that I went to, but going to count it as a win since we, we did do that. Okay. Number 10, scheduled personal care, scheduled personal care. That is a win apart from COVID when like I couldn't do anything. But last year I really, I mean, I would go to the chiropractor or get acupuncture or, you know, get my hair done or get my nails done, but it was a very sporadic. And I would just wait until I finally like couldn't stand it anymore. And I was like, my roots are so long. Fine. I need to book a hair appointment. And then I'd have to wait a bunch, like a long time. And so I really wanted to get on top of that and have scheduled personal care in there instead of waiting until, um, you know, like my back hurt so badly that I needed to go to the chiropractor, but really scheduling that in. Um, and, and it's been the biggest blessing, the most amazing thing. I'm so freaking happy that I did that and really happy that I put that on the list because whew, that has been the best. Okay. Number 11. Um, uh, wait, I don't know if I put my hype button, but I accomplished number 10. Okay. Number 11, go to Mexico, celebrate our friend's wedding and stay in the bougiest room that we did. And that was a big thing. I think I talked about that on a podcast episode before, but that was a, that was a big thing between Shay and I, because, um, I'm very big on when I go on a vacation, I don't really care what my room looks like because I want to be spending the time on the beach and stuff. And so I'm always like, let's stay in the like lowest cost room because I don't really value that. And so we can do all the stuff, but Shay was like, yeah, let's stay in the swim out pool room. And he was so excited about it. And I was like, well, that would be kind of fun. And so he became debt free in January. And that was his one thing that he really wanted to do to celebrate. So we did that. It was really fun. I'm so glad we did it. It was awesome. Okay. Um, number 12 is save a minimum of $150,000 for a house. Woohoo! Did that. Um, and then number 13, max out retirement accounts and invest in non-retirement accounts as well. Woohoo! We're on a streak right now with the hype button. Okay. Number 14, buy my parents a car for Christmas. Hype button. I did that. It was one of the most rewarding, most special, exciting days ever. I, and that was a really emotional thing for me too, because that had been a dream of mine for so long. And one of those crazy dreams, right? Like as a 19 year old being so broke, being like, I was again, donating plasma so I could afford a jumbo margarita and just really struggling. So at 19 for that to be my reality of literally going to donate plasma. I still have like the needle marks in my arm where I would donate plasma every, every day or every other day, two times a week, whatever. Um, to, for that to be my reality, but my vision and my dream to be so big and audacious and just like just unlimited ambition at that time is crazy looking back at that because it seems so impossible. So to be able to accomplish that, 
it, you know, at 24 was, oh, I mean, that's, that's honestly probably my top one that I was most excited about. Okay. Um, increased net worth this is number 15, increased my net worth to over 300,000. Did that. Number 16, have a fun, stress-free bachelorette party with all of my girls. Wah, wah, wah. Move the bachelorette party when we move the wedding. Um, Shay still has had his, and he is now convinced that he gets a second bachelor party next year. So I think that is cheating. Um, you only get one. It's not fair that he gets two <laughs> because I want to. So we'll see. Okay. Number 17, travel to a minimum of 14 different states or countries. Went, went, went. I think I traveled to maybe three total, <laughs> three different states or countries total. Okay. Maybe four. Um, and it was like all in last, like after my birthday when it was from like September until February, basically. And then we were cut off, but I was supposed to go to Italy right during COVID, like right, like in the, I'm trying to remember first week of April or something. And then I was supposed to go to Cabo also got canceled and we had so many other different things. And then of course our honeymoon, we were going to go to minimum of three different countries and had tons of different, like, you know, travel across the United States. So that was huge one. (laughs) We did not get, okay. Um, hire a virtual assistant done. Um, she, Natalie is the light of my life. If you are in the community, if you've ever emailed our team or you have been in any of our programs, you know, Natalie, she is the best thing ever. So that was huge, 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 huge. Okay. Um, number 19 is the one that I can't disclose what it's about because it's in the works. So no, I did not hit it, but it's in the works right now. And so I, I feel like I can't like address this one. Okay. Number 20, a top, top 100 ranked podcast. Yes, we did this one. Um, number 21 morning routine in place daily. That's a big one because last year, so I went full, I quit my corporate job and went full-time entrepreneurship in June of 2019. Okay. So half of my 20, so going back like two years ago, basically when I was 23, I really didn't, my morning routine was all over the place because I was in massive side hustle mode. I would wake up I would do DTM in the mornings at 5 a.m., at 6 a.m., and then I would go work all day. I would do it on my lunch break, and then I would come home, work out, make a quick dinner, and then work on DTM until like 10, 30, 11 p.m. So I was in major side hustle mode, which I very much so, and not saying this is the best way to do it, but this is just the reality, I very much was not in a routine at all because I was just in straight hustle. I was like, if I have five minutes, I'm going to work on DTM. If we're, if we were driving anywhere in the car, Shay would drive. So I could turn on my hotspot and do DTM. Like it was straight hustle. So it really depended on anytime, anytime I could do that, I would do it. And I was always in a rush because time was like my biggest constraint. Now, then in June of 2019, when I quit my corporate job and I was full time, 
I was like, what is this world? This is so wild. I wake up and I work for myself and I can choose my schedule. And it was such a shock because my, my whole pretty much, I mean, since I was 15, I'd always had multiple part-time jobs where I was running back and forth and in school and trying to do this. And so having complete flexibility of working for myself, I'd never had that. And so it was super weird of like, oh, I can wake up whenever. So when do I wake up and what do I do in the mornings? And what do I, so that was very um, different for me. And I really just didn't manage having um, a morning routine at all. So that that's why that was a really big thing for me. And now my morning routine is pretty much the same um, every day. And it's the best thing in the whole wide world. I love it. Okay. Um, 22, host a DTM in-person event. Wah, wah, wah. Pandemic, you know the story, couldn't do it. 23 is 15 minutes of reading or podcasting five times a week. Where's my, there we go. Very into, um, actually I, I didn't really say audiobooks in that, but I'm going to count that. Um, I, I'm, I do love podcasts, but I've been really into audiobooks instead of podcasts lately. Um, or instead of reading, I've been really into audiobooks. Um, I have been reading and especially during, um, like thick of pandemic, right. When it started, I read so many books, like physically read them. Um, but now I really, really, really am into audiobooks. So definitely do that at least 15 minutes. Love it. Um, love, love, love. Okay. And the last one, 24 have switched to not have switched to 90%. I think I meant like have, I've, I've, I'm not hundred percent switched, but 90% switched to all natural non-toxic products. Hard to measure 90%, but I remember writing this for a good reason because there is so much stuff that you don't even realize is a toxic product. So I have done a complete, and I mean, I will say we, like Shay has really been on board with this too, but a complete overhaul of making sure everything in our apartment, apart from, of course, the 10% of things where (laughs) we're like, oh, does this non-toxic product exist? That's good. Um, Apart from that, we've done great. I mean, we do like all non-toxic for laundry stuff. Everything is non-toxic there, all non-toxic for like dishwashing and cleaning products. And I switched to all non-toxic makeup. All we try to do like soy candles with no um, chemicals in candles and like our, I'm trying to think of like other stuff, even like toilet bowl cleaner and shower cleaner. Those were hard, hard ones to find good ones. Um, but everything. And there's just, I mean, toothpaste, like, oh my gosh, you guys, there's chemicals and everything. So that one, there's still a couple things. So one of the ones is hair stuff. So I, my, I use like purple shampoo because I am blonde and I, it's, it is a better one. Like it's not the worst brand ever on a like chemical wise, but it still does have some some chemicals in it. However, though, I mean, I wash my hair once a week. So, I mean, you know, it's like pretty good. But, yeah, so that was a big one. And I feel very confident saying we are 90% of the way there. Obviously, I would love to get to that 100%. But there are still things that pop up where I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that not being to- – or I didn't even realize that that was toxic. I'm trying to think of like an example of like, you know, a mascara or something like, oh, I didn't realize there were chemicals in my mascara that are like carcinogens. Like, what is this? So 
there we have it. My list of 24 things I wanted to do while 24. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Even though there's a bunch of them that I really just didn't even come close to getting, I'm really, really, really proud because looking back, I went for all of these. I went after all of these and it's just, it makes me so happy. I'm just like smiling, looking at this list. And also now, you know, I already said this, but I sat down, wrote my list of 25 things I want to do while 25. And as a, so I'm a seven on the Enneagram. If you've never taken the Enneagram, do it because you'll learn so much about yourself. But I thrive when given a huge list of huge goals to hit. If that's overwhelming for you, that's okay. Like write your list differently. Your list doesn't have to be like mine. Um, and honestly, I feel like I did this even more next next year with 25. I When you look at this list, it's like, oh, okay. These are all like just, okay. When I look at this list today in 2020, it is, most of them seem impossible. If I'm going to be honest, most of them, I have to fight intentionally fight my brain that rationally wants to say, Chloe, these are impossible. Why are you even writing this? Okay. And my, that's my ego, right? That's my ego talking. And I have to tap into the version of September 3rd, 2021, Chloe. Okay. So me a year from now, I have to tap into that version of me and realize that it should feel impossible for me today, but that doesn't mean it's impossible for her. That doesn't mean it's impossible for myself. That doesn't mean it's impossible for the Chloe who's had a year of growth and development and challenges and struggles and successes and all of those other things. That doesn't mean it's impossible for her. So I really have to actively be like, man, this is great, but we're going for it. We're going for it because I am going to chase after exceptional goals, exceptional goals. And I'm going to make exceptional decisions in order to live an exceptional life. I don't want an ordinary life. So I don't want to create a list that's ordinary. I don't want to create a list that's average, like average, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an average goal. So like, I'm trying to think of an example, which, and I'm saying average for me. I'm not saying that if this is your goal, that means it's average at all. I'm saying for me, an average goal would be like, um, I don't know, read, read, um, three books next year, right? Like for me, that's an average goal because I already read a lot more than that. And so when I look at that, I'm like, oh yeah, I could do that. I don't want to look at my lesson, feel that way. I want to look at my lesson and be like, who the hell do you think you are? And I hope next year my, I, my response to that is, I'm so proud of you, right? I'm so proud of you for dreaming so big. It's not so, but doing it anyway. So I'm happy. I'm excited. Um, and just, oh, man, it's my birthday. I love birthdays. So thank you so much for tuning in. I am so beyond excited for what this next year has in store and everything else. I just, I, I, absolutely cannot wait. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you back next episode of the Deeper Than Money Podcast.